This is 10 Minutes or Less, a weekly-ish podcast of the local church. I'm Brent Levy. Hey friends, this week we've got something special. This is a true Christmas story from my dear friend Jennifer Moxley, a pastor in Sykeston, Missouri at the Fun Church, First United Methodist. Jennifer shared this true story with me last week as she was preparing to preach at her church and I said, oh, this would be so good on an episode of our podcast, especially the Christmas episode. I said, would you record it for us? And so she did. And I am so excited to share it with you. It is a story of surprise, a story of hope. It's a story of unexpected grace breaking into our weary world. It's a story that is perfectly descriptive of the gift of Christmas, the gift of the Christ child, the one in whom we know what it means to be fully human, fully alive. This true story offers us a glimpse of that new and glorious reality. So, Merry Christmas, friends. Here's Jennifer. Nineteen fourteen, and it was bitter cold on the Western Front in northern Belgium. They'd been told the war would be over by Christmas, but it was December twenty-fourth, and they were still there. The fighting hadn't stopped. The gunshots never stopped. The number of those wounded or dead kept climbing. British, Belgian, and French soldiers were hunkered down in the cold, wet trenches. Part of the ground frozen around the wall, the the parapet that protected them from German enemy lines, and in between them both, no man's land. In some places, only a hundred yards wide. Can you imagine what it would have been like? To feel the frozen dirt against your back. Cold even though you have three layers on. Holding your rifle in one hand and something that could pass for coffee in the other. At least it was warm. You try to be as still as possible. You knew they could hear your every move because you could hear theirs. Every time they coughed or showered. You could even smell their cooking. Although you've never tried sauerkraut or bratwurst before, it smelled so good and you were so hungry you wouldn't have turned it down if they'd offered. You quietly shuffle your feet to warm them up and realize you can't remember the last time you changed your socks. Gunfire in the distance. You barely notice it anymore. Just become background noise. You pull your hat down as far as it will go. To your left, a, a young guy... But the oldest in his family, six brothers and sisters at home, he's struggling to stay awake, nodding off so his head keeps hitting the end of his rifle. You nudge him gently with your elbow. The guy on your right is writing a letter, probably to his fiancée again, using what was left of his pencil, straining to see in the moonlight. You would write a letter too. If there's anything new to say, just more fighting. Just more of the same. You couldn't remember why anymore. And then, silence. And an eerie silence. No gunshots, no shuffling, no fire crackling, no noise at all. That never happens. That shouldn't happen. And you realize this is the first silent night you've had since the war started. 
And for a moment, you felt this peace that you couldn't explain. But the closest word might be holy. And then you hear something coming from someone down the trench to your left. At first, it's, it's soft, but it sounds kind of familiar. Oh, holy night, is that it? Is he, is he singing? Is he singing? Is he insane? He's going to get us all killed. The stars are brightly shining. And it gets louder. Two more soldiers join him. And by this time, you're ready to scream. They can't be singing right now. What is wrong with these people? The kid next to you, wide awake now, sings the next line. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. And by this point, you can't scream or yell at them to shut up because of the knot in your throat. And your face gets hot and you choke back tears as you listen to these men. These soldiers you've seen kill people. These fighters who face unimaginable horror sing. Sing Christmas carols, a Christmas carol that you remember from a Christmas Eve a long, long time ago. One very different from this one, huddled in the middle of a church, family on either side, holding a candle. Now, now by the time they get to the thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices. You can't help it anymore, and you, you join in. You don't care if it gets you all killed. What if it doesn't? What if there is such a thing as hope? What if there is something other than the bloodshed and the carnage you see all around you and you fall on your knees for the chorus and you hear something else in the distance about a hundred yards away? It's the harmony part. It's in a different language, but it's the same song. And in his name, all oppression shall cease. As the song ends, for a moment, silence then in a broken German accent you hear Merry Christmas Englishman and you shout back Merry Christmas and and you remember a ball there's a soccer ball under the mess table and you run and you get it and you toss it over the parapet into no man's land and you immediately regret it why did I do that that was so stupid and you watch to see what will happen in the distance you see a figure At first, a a head, and then a body emerges. The same figure you've been taught to hate and to shoot immediately. Empty hands up. He walks to the ball and looks at it, kicks it back timidly. You are no longer cold. You're no longer frozen to your post. You feel alive as you leap over the wall, and you kick it back to him, and he kicks it back to you, and you can't help it, but you both just start to laugh, kicking the ball back and forth, your legs remembering how. As more just like him crawl over and more of your friends join you in the middle on the forbidden ground. And you shake hands and you swap cigarettes. And the singing, the singing continues. Christmas carols you've never heard before and some you had. While you sang, you retrieved the dead and exchanged names, names of sweethearts and children. Pictures tucked into breast pockets across all language barriers. And you realize, you realize these guys, these men, they, they aren't animals to be feared or hated. They were just like you. It was a strange realization and a strange moment of peace in the middle of a horrible war. You'd go to sleep that night. And you'd wake up the next day to the familiar sound of gunshots. You wonder if it was all a dream. Did that really happen? 
Did we really talk to the enemy and play games with them and exchange chocolate with them? You check your pocket. The name of your new German friend and his address to visit him after the war were scribbled on a piece of paper. You realize it wasn't a dream. It really happened. You really played soccer against the best German sniper there is. You shook hands with him. That happened. Something you never would have thought would happen, happened. Something you never would have imagined, something that went beyond anything you knew to be true about war. You can stop for a moment and be human. You can see each other, not just look at each other. You can see each other not as a statistic or a faceless enemy, but a person. Realize they have hopes and dreams and families just like you. It was such a strange and beautiful night. You couldn't really describe it, but if you had to pick a word, you might say, holy. minutes or less is the podcast of the local church, a bold, inclusive new faith community committed to being with and for one another, our community and the world. You'll find us in bold purple throughout Chatham County, North Carolina, but we are a new expression of Christ United Methodist Church in Chapel Hill. If you love what you hear, share it with others in this weary world who might need some rejoicing. It would mean the world if you'd share it on Facebook, Twitter, or your Instagram story, text it to a friend, wherever you're sharing good stuff worth sharing these days. Ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts are a big help, too. And we can't do this without your generous support. If you believe that this podcast, 10 Minutes or Less, is making a difference in your week, in your rhythm, in your journey of life and faith, would you consider making a donation to help offset the cost of this podcast and invest in the work that God is doing through the local church, of which you are a part wherever you are? If you're listening, you're a part of this thing. You can make a gift online. Just visit thelocalchurchpbo.org and select Give. Santa's 10th Reindeer, Wes Frady, produces our podcast for us, and we're so grateful. We're grateful also this week for the word and witness of the Reverend Jennifer Moxley. She's the brains behind the Clergy Collar Project on Instagram, and you should check that out if you haven't. My email is in the show notes for you if you want to connect with me to learn more about what God's up to in our corner of creation here. And uh, we're easy to find on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Just search for The Local Church or Local Church PBO, all one word. Thanks for listening, friends. I hope you and yours have an especially holy night, many of them actually celebrating the birth of the one who is, the one who is God made local, Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. Remember, you're not alone and love where you are.